Hey, you're listening to Culture Builders number 124, uh, The Angry Unsent Letter. So there's a great story, um, a a Civil War story about Abraham Lincoln, and it was uh, shortly after uh, the Battle of Gettysburg, right? One of the most critical battles in uh, the Civil War. And uh, a few days after, he Lincoln writes this letter to General George Meade, who is the head of the Union Army, and he blasts him, right? He just lays into him, accuses him of essentially um, not capitalizing on this opportunity to end the Civil War and letting General Lee and the, Civil, and the, the Confederate troops get away. Uh, and he just kind of lays it all out there, lays into him. Uh, but he doesn't send it, right? He doesn't sign or send it. And this is this was common actually for Lincoln. He did this um, throughout his presidency and throughout his life. Um, Lincoln knew something, right? Lincoln was very aware of his darker side, right? He had this strong impulse to succeed, um, this strong desire to be successful. Um, and this kind of came from like experiences in his life. Uh, he had some very traumatic experiences as a young man, uh, even as a father later in life with losing some of his children and uh, just always being the bunt of much criticism from uh, even as an, a young boy um, later into his political career as a leader uh, he was, especially when he was initially elected, most people thought he was unfit to be president, right? He got a lot of criticism. He was actually, you know, he led uh, America through its really one of his darkest hours, the Civil War, and helped to abolish slavery. And he didn't do that without getting criticism, not just from the Southern states, not just from the other party, not just from people within his own party, but people within his own cabinet he got criticism from. And I think most of us, if we had to endure that level of criticism, we we would either crumble emotionally or we would be consistently lashing out. But Lincoln, right, while his impulse and his reaction was to respond emotionally when people would criticize him, he had a system in place to help him deal with that criticism. And that was the angry uh, unsent letter, right? The unsent angry letter, or what he called a hot letter when he was hot, when he was really, really pissed off. He would sit down, he'd write it, write out all his feelings, just essentially lay it all out there and let people know uh, what he, what was, what he was thinking. But he wouldn't send it, he'd file it away. And then he'd take a day, maybe a few hours uh, before he composed a different letter or came up with a different response. Sometimes his response was to ignore that criticism. And I think we can learn a lot from Lincoln, right? As coaches and as a leader, we're going to endure a lot of criticism, harsh criticism that is uh, more often than not unwarranted, right? And some of this criticism, it we, we are going to need to respond to, right? And it might be with a letter, a text, a conversation, a statement to the media. Uh, but a large portion of this criticism, it's going to be best for us just to let it go, Right? Now, whatever our response is, uh, rarely is it ever really beneficial to respond from a place of emotion. And if so, if we've endured criticism by a journalist or a nasty email or text from a parent, uh, a threatening email from an administrator or a player lashing out at us, our first response is going to be emotional. Uh, And bearing it, though, bearing away is not always possible or healthy. So, this is a great tactic for us as, as, as coaches, as leaders, is to take a piece of paper out or type up an email or write that text. Um, let that person know how wrong they are, how unjustified they are in their criticism. Tell them off, but then just don't send it, right? File it away. 
and then start to think about how that person might actually respond if you actually sent that, right? And you're going to, you know, if you take the time just to think that through, you're going to be very quick to realize that that your initial response, that emotional response isn't the most beneficial approach. So a few steps to writing this hot letter. Uh, the first one is write it out by text, email, or even handwrite a note expressing your frustrations, right? Let them have it. Step two, don't send it. Step back and think about the person, how they would respond. Step three, evaluate if a response is warranted or necessary, right? In this situation, in this circumstance. Uh, step four, the first part is if, you're, if, if no response is warranted or necessary, just file that you know that emotional response away and just move on. Um, if a response is warranted, then I think you need to think about how you can get the person to the table for an in-person discussion or at least an on-phone discussion. And uh, recently I had um, Nadia Kaiba from nowwhatfacilitation.com uh, on the Coaching Culture Podcast. She has a fantastic and powerful guide um, for how to actually uh, respond, right? how to compose an email where you can get people to the table to have that type of discussion. So just go to her website, nowwhatfacilitation.com. If you submit your email, she will send you this PDF resource to how to compose a great email to that parent, that administrator, or or whoever. So uh, that's it for today. If you're looking for more, go to thriveonchallenge.com. Thanks for listening in and have a good one.